Dreams of you, dreams of you are so fine, so fine, baby. Today's episode is dedicated to the late Joseph Kamaru, one of the original independent musicians of Kenya and an all-round OG. May his soul rest in peace. This is the Nairobi Review, and I'm your host, Iloti Mutoka. And today, we are all about the music, baby. Music, music. Music is the soul of the man, and Joseph Kamaru would probably agree with that statement. Kamaru, who died last month at the age of 77, was a maverick who was never afraid to speak truth to power. We are lucky to have someone who knew Joseph Kamaru personally, and we'll be reviewing Ndaria Morimu, the song that got uh, a lot of tongues wagging in Kenya in 1967. Finally, we speak to Matt Swallow, who's the head of Ada Creative Studios, who we had to bundle into the back of a car just so that we could have a few minutes to speak to him about what other Creative Studios is doing now that they've left the Bucket Bar. Uh, they've left the Alchemist, sorry. And they, he is also going to be telling me about what we can look forward to from that fantastic stable, as well as what we can expect in the underground music scene in Nairobi going forward. Yo, I think I forgot to tell you guys, uh, if you did not know, Mungo's is coming back to Kenya. That's right, Mungo's Hi-Fi is going to be performing at K1 on Saturday the 16th of November, starting 7pm. We are all going to be there. We're looking forward to you being there as well. This time, they're going to be bringing Eva Lazarus. Also performing on the night will be our very own Nazizi and Lavosti, who will be backed up by DJ Laster. We're also going to be having Blessed Sun from Uganda, who's going to be the MC for the evening. The 16th of November, starting 7 p.m. We are all going to be there. We're looking forward to you being there as well. And before we dive into the show proper, we have a message from Umoja Sound Systems co-founder Jed Stepper telling me about why this is so important for him and why he thinks this is so important for y'all. Yes, I this is Jed Stepper representing the mighty Umoja Sound System, East African Foundation Sound, you know. Mongo's Hi-Fi is very important to Umoja Sound System because in the year 2014 it's at their show that we first met all the members of Umoja Sound and started scheming towards building and planning this sound system. So it's really nice to be able to bring them both stacks, you know, this time that they've come back and let them play on them. You can also catch the Omoja sound system powering the second stage on Beneath the Baobabs and Kilifi this New Year's Eve. Yeah, Babylon, tell me what is mine. Yeah, <laughs> everything by perfect design. Babylon for watching. Gimme, 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 gimme more of it, more power. 
Joseph Kamaru's and Ralph is going to play us in Daria Morimu straight off of that 45 right now.
Okay, so I'm sitting with uh, DJ Kamaru. Ah, God damn it, it's not DJ. I keep forgetting that. Lido, you don't instruct. Get yourself away from me. I'm sitting at the former site of the backyard bar with uh, Kamaru, one of Nairobi's hottest DJs. And uh, I'll let the man tell us who he is. Who are you? So, hello everybody. My name is Kamaru, Joseph Kamaru. I'm a music producer, DJ, based in Nairobi, Kenya. I'm also still in school studying music technology, graduating next year. And I'm also signed to labels in UK and Germany, Bad Out and Black Lemon. That's, that's a lot. How long have you been doing this? I've only been doing this for three years. That's, that's a big resume for someone who's been doing this for three years. There's one last thing our listeners need to know, and I think it's probably the most important bit of information. And what would that be? In my granddad, was Joseph Kamaru the late. Iko mtoto wako mmoja anaimba. Mtoto ya mtoto ya msiana yangu. Yeah. Yule anaitwa Kamaru. Yeah. Huyo anacheza gitaa, anacheza keyboard na yeah. anaweza imba. Huyo ndiye alichukua yako. Mimi naona huyo. Okay. Sasa and we picked a song by your grandfather. Yeah. Tell us about the song. So the song Dari ya Mwarimo. It brought issues the not called for a general Kenya National Union of Teachers yes. called for a national strike and now this like had to go to the parliament to be taken to care discuss. of yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay let's go back so when was all this happening by the way when was this song released <coughs> the song was released in 1966 in the 60s era yeah yeah and and key fact is uh, he released the song under his own label I guess so yeah he did. Yeah, he did. He did release an analysis. Yeah, so he did release. The song was released under Joseph Kamaru Records. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that is what what do, you, what do you think about the song? I feel that my grandfather making this track <laughs> and releasing it to the people like to know yeah. what is happening in schools. Yeah. Was, he, he really tried to go deep into like the society in schools. Yeah and tell everybody the story which like brought an issue to the government uh -huh. and also like the teachers the issue obviously being the the fact that teachers were using uh, student female students as uh, basically wives uh, maids glorified yes. yes. maids that was and, 1967 uh, yeah. and now we're in 2018 and i sit with you now what do you have what can you say you can compare to your grandfather okay personally i feel when my grandfather was releasing his music, his music wasn't really being appreciated yeah. at the time because yeah. yeah. it wasn't like... It wasn't... Main music it wasn't being played on the radio. Yeah, it's like... It's, it, <laughs> it is like, you know, that there's some likes you can't avoid. <laughs> yeah, it's... It's like... It's Kikuyu music, which uh -huh. not everybody is like a Kikuyu or... Listening to... Listening to like vernacular to, yeah. sort of music. So... His music wasn't being like pushed. It wasn't being pushed, and at the same time, the music wasn't. 
it, it, the, the tribal undertones as well. So there was the tribal element. Yeah, People are saying, I'm blue, I'm not going to listen yeah, to Kikuyu yeah. music. Yeah. Or understanding like what Kikuyu yeah. is, yeah. yeah. So the, the cultural itself, context yeah. as well and everything. And here you are, and what kind of music are you making today? What would you call it in a word? Uh, I've heard someone say eclectic, I've heard someone say uh, alternative. What kind of music, what did you say? I would say genuinely that it's not what we could consider mainstream music, yes? Yes. Yeah. So. Before it was like, it was electronic music, but trying to like understand different genres. Mm -hmm. But now I'm trying to find yourself. Find myself like for this entire year, I've only put out two tracks and I got into field recording. Yeah. yeah. I feel that field recording is now shaping my sound. And that's what I've been doing for the like past six months. Mm -hmm. Yeah, finding yourself. This was important to your grandfather as well, and that's that's the thing that takes us into the last part actually, which is what is what what what's next for for Kamaru for next year, and hopefully end of this year, um, one release, one single release for next year. I have like huge amount of releases from all these labels and my main release for next year is an ambient three track ambient EP yeah. that's going to be out on the first half of 2019 yeah. following that will be like shows supporting the EP yeah. then like more releases coming from other different labels Good labels yeah what what is the future of the underground music scene in Nairobi If you're part of the scene right now, I'm sure you, you can feel it, like, you can feel the the drive and momentum, the, the energy, the vibe that's happening in Nairobi, and these international platforms are coming to Nairobi, they know what's happening in Nairobi.
Up next is our interview with Matt, who we managed to bundle into the back of a car. Talk to him about the state of the backyard bar and what next for underground music in Nairobi. Matthew, what happened to the Backyard Bar and why did you close? Well, we, we opened the studio ADA uh, two and a half years ago based at The Alchemist and we were always doing these uh, free parties outside the back, in the backyard yeah. that we called it because we had a nice space out to go left here please because we had a nice space outside of the studio um, so in the last three and a half months of us uh, being at The Alchemist we were able to uh, have, a, have a sell beer, you know, uh -huh. which we hadn't been allowed to do before. So we had an agreement. So we tested a project uh, to see if we could, uh, you know, get an underground sort of vibe going in a small space, intimate. Uh -huh. So uh, we ran the backyard bar officially for uh, three months, three and a half months, yeah. um, halfway through June until uh, October. Well, two and a half months since that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so why did you close? Uh, we closed. It was always going to be a prototype because it was uh, a small bar, margins were small, and we just wanted to test on Fridays and Saturdays oh. to sort of uh, solidify our community a bit and see what might work in a, for a, a venue that's more permanently supporting underground music. So what did you learn with that short experience? That intimacy is key and it makes a big difference. Um, that there is a call for for people to come and listen to alternative music and underground music live and uh, electronic and hip hop. Um, that there's a call for artists to have a space where they can play their more underground music. You know, they they enjoy being in that intimate environment and, and having s close interaction with an audience. Um, the people who <laughs> that reggae, <laughs> but yeah. guys don't guy, guys don't buy beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sadly, uh, uh, in the business we're in. But um, I think mostly that Nairobi is ready for something that's going to offer something a bit different. Okay, so we've closed our studio and the backyard bar, which is confusing for people, I guess. Um, but the uh, ADA Studios has moved down to Kilifi. So we've merged with Electric Caravan, with Matt Smallfield, and uh, at the minute he's setting up our studio down there where we can have a bit more peace and quiet in recording and have a bit of a retreat. Uh -huh. um, so that, so uh, we're not, we haven't got our studio open uh, in a studio open daily like we used to in Nairobi. So that's firstly what the studio's doing. Yeah. The label is, uh, we've got a lot of recordings from the last couple of years in the pipeline and getting ready for release. Mm -hmm. So we've got a release with uh, Abaka Simba in collaboration with Club Cruise, but uh, that's Max Doppelhoff in Austria. So he's uh, releasing a song called Kitembe with us by Abaka Simba. Oh. And we've got another one by, with, with that collaboration in the pipeline that's going to come out soon. Um, we're just meeting with uh, Boxer Beats, with Checkmate and Kevin. Um, and their album is almost ready to go to be mastered, being produced by Dylan S. So, we're talking with East African Records in Uganda to see how we can get a distribution through that. Then, um, what else have we got? We've got, I'm hopefully trying to get some remixes for Frank Biong's album that we released last year um, by some of our friends at Pete, uh, on the corner. So Pete, Pete on the Corner Records is uh, helping us 
organised that and the Emoja Boys in Amsterdam too. So that's really exciting because that should that that should really knock us into the European market a little. I guess that what you're fishing for is about where we're headed now. This venue. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, so we're opening a new a new venue as a offshoot as a as a sort of uh, result of the backyard bar and also mergings with Mashariki Music, Willie Gashora's brand and with uh, Sam uh, coming in who runs Temple and Gondwana. So between the three of us we'll be uh, sort of programming uh, a, a proper nightclub uh, based around electronic music essentially, firstly. So our Friday nights will be, uh, we'll have residents uh, oh, so can you expect? So? Uh, the 30th of November we're going to do a first sort of pre-opening party okay. and then we'll have uh, the, do the, those first two weekends so 30th and 1st mm -hmm. and then the following weekend we'll do that Friday and Saturday and that'll be as a test run to introduce our, um, our concept and the venue and everything to our, our crowds we've been building at Backyard and, and these other, other, other brands that we're uniting with um, so we'll do that and then We'll close for, for Christmas and New Year, go down Khalifi, and then we'll be back in uh, towards the end of January. About the second or third, third weekend probably of January, we'll, re we'll reopen and launch fully. And then we'll be open uh, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays. Oh, cool. So, we, yeah, we've got. Yeah, so now we're looking at the programming for that and trying to work out how we can reflect the underground and make sure and make it vibrant enough so that we can fill the club. Um, and play music that's it is not on the radio. Play sell music, beer, sell beer, yeah. <laughs> so that yeah. actually we have something sustainable for once. Asante yeah. <laughs> Mat, I would like to thank our other guests Kamaru and Dreadstapper for being on the show today. And that's it for this episode of The Nairobi Review. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to us. Uh, closing us out will be a track selected by our venerable DJ Raf. Uh, we're listening to Malaika today. Uh, Malaika, this is another version of the song that was, you know it. This is our very own Binti Africa, Nazizi, featuring those lords of dub, Mungo's Hi-Fi. Uh, this is Malaika. Enjoy. Dread